Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It is time for Counterpoint at 820. We've got uh, our regulars in here on the Thursday panel. We've got Melissa Lanceman as well as Omar Khan, both of them from Hill and Knowlton. One is a conservative, one is not, and you will figure it out very quickly. It's a a tough one to figure out. Omar looks like a conservative (laughs) today, though. I've got, got the nice oh, Tom's Place uh, jacket. Yeah, you know? the puff. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Danforth shooter details because we are just hearing about it now, three months later. Um, and, and the media really had to fight for the release of this. And there are a lot of warning signs in the documents that we have um, read. Melissa, I'll start with you on this, though. You know, is this a new norm where, where you know, we are getting silenced and kind of a pushback on finding out about these big types of investigations when they happen? Because... It- it can't be the it can't be the new norm. Uh, we've got to fight to know these things. But there is there is a balance that has to be struck. Police do have to do their work, but there's a lot of people wondering what happened. And I guess this was three months ago. Was it over three months ago? Mm-hmm. It feels like uh, it, it feels like a long time for that kind of shooting. Look, absolutely. We in, in the city of Toronto certainly we have a very good rep- working relationship with the police. You know, everyone's kind of friendly. They get to do their thing. The media knows how to do their thing. But I've never seen anything like this. And, and I think it's disturbing, if not troubling, when you get these big investigations that are being cloaked in secrecy. Yeah, and, and and that may happen, Omar. But then you got to tell us, look, this is part of a bigger investigation that we're looking into, and there's a reason. But just to shut it down and say nothing, and that's probably what it is. Well, then say yeah. it. So again, I worked for a number of years for the for a previous Attorney General of Ontario, and we we had these types of situations arise from time to time, where potentially disclosing some of the information too early might jeopardize another piece of the investigation or uh, or an ancillary investigation into somebody else who's related to the incident. But they'll say that. They haven't yeah, said that. There's a responsibility yeah, to they, tell people they that. Should, they should say that, for sure. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So we all agree. Yeah. All right. Fine. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Wait, who's fine. the liberal? <laughs> uh, I will say I, I am going to Pakistan potentially in February, so I hope that doesn't put me on any uh, any, any, watch any, list? any lists. Well, can and I, I will get be going the, to Islamabad. I, I will be going to Islamabad. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you call me when you get uh, in trouble. Um, <laughs> Ju- Justin Trudeau has really uh, dug in his heels uh, on the carbon taxes. So 2019 uh, will be for his government running on carbon taxes. And then I see this new report from carbon a, rebate. A, no. Oh yes, the carbon rebate. Yeah. But, However, carbon rebate. You that's, guys should that's love what this. The they're, they're, gonna, gonna be? they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna take money out of polluters and give it to people. Only okay. like, a liberal can argue that a new a thousand bucks, tax a thousand, is a good a platform bucks, for an thousand, election. Thousand dollar check this, in my pocket. I think we call this wealth for redistribution. The people, for, you know, the for the people. This uh, is financing no, but, but, out of well, control let me ask yeah. spending. Can I ask yeah. the question? I've only gotten past like the first Sorry. one. Anyway, because <laughs> uh, a new report suggests um, that, and, and this was done by a former uh, Stephen Harper guy, policy The director guy. of policy. Yeah. And either he's been heavily drinking or he has come up with a way to somehow find uh, that carbon pricing or carbon taxes, in fact, going back into the pockets of people can actually do a lot for them. I'll start with Melissa on this. Look, any anybody will tell you that a new tax is not the way to run a campaign. There was a campaign on the carbon tax. It happened in under Dion, whatever year that was. Uh, bigger, more complicated spending schemes for for government to finance its out of control spending. 
just not going to fly. Except they're not financing anything with it. They're saying we're going to take money from polluters and give it to people. Well, then answer the so, question. How much is it going to cost? Nothing. Because they're taking money from polluters uh, and giving it to people. Well, and people Stephen Harper's, who, who Stephen Harper's paying, policy who director says... are going to pay up to 11 cents a liter for gas. Stephen Harper's <laughs> policy director says it's going to be a net positive of like a thousand bucks for Except the average for family in D.C. potentially $10 billion out of the economy in the next five years. No, because it's... So... <laughs> Yeah. You're not taking anything out of the economy. <laughs> your talking no, point no, gets stuck. No. You're not taking anything out of the economy because you're you're taking money out of, of out of polluting activities, which uh. is going to incent people not to pollute, and you're giving that money back to actual citizens right, who are going yet, to spend it. I have yet to see a government actually do that. That's the problem. They they say they'll collect it. They do a darn good job of collecting it. I just actually we don't get quite to the next step where it comes back to us. Well, got it. And, and frankly. You know, when 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 you've got a tax that hurts businesses, the, the proof is in the check. Oh well, well we haven't gotten one yet. Look, every every province, uh, every, provi- in the mail. every province in this <laughs> that's so, going on. Strike. So, so the the three, <laughs> the, <laughs> the province the, the province in this country right now with the fastest economic growth rate is BC, mm. and, and, and they've it's had a pr- also where the and they've car- had where, a price on carbon, carbon but, but they've haven't had a, gone down. They've had a price on carbon for like the last ten years, and emissions have actually <laughs> gone up. Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, I gotta be honest. I, I, and I did talk to Mark. Show me the money. They, I did speak to the person, Mark, who's doing the research. And I still, in my head, I was like, I, I hear what you're saying. I know you're a smart guy. I just don't see it happening. I just don't buy. <laughs> I don't buy it. I am looking forward to that check. Uh, because I'm one of the people. You're and, not and going to get a check. They just ran <laughs> I will an election be, I will in be, Ontario I will be, against a carbon tax. Will, They're going to do I, the same I, thing in Alberta. I think where government the should put money successful. back into the pocket of people, so that people know how to spend their money best. Well, he not is. Government. He just okay, saved Doug. Torontonians <laughs> a lot of money, cutting their council in half. So we'll get that money. All right, let's uh, talk a little bit about. Um, you know, the vets and the liberals and all sorts of problems. But, you know, despite the fact that the liberals have the analysis and the research, the results, they are kind of still shortchanging our vets. They're refusing a couple of things. They refuse to make service animals a lot available, even though they know it's saving lives. Now Global News is learning that uh, a pledge to ensure that there's an adequate number of caseworkers to help vets make the transition to civilian life. That has also been a failed promise. I get it, Omar. I know exactly where you're going with your talking point, so I'll save you. I know that there are <laughs> troubles from other governments and, and the conservatives might also actually just don't it. have a great track record. <laughs> However, why do they keep screwing up? Why can't I, they I get think, it right? I think they should get, I think our veterans deserve service dogs or service animals if they need them. So, um, uh, Seamus O'Regan, if you're listening, I know you're an avid listener of this show. Uh, <laughs> I urge you to fix that issue. Um, veterans affairs, as we've discussed before, is, is, it's a tricky file. Really? It is a tricky file. It was tricky for the Tories. It was tricky for the liberals before that. It's, I think it's trickier for the liberals. Well, you know, look. Aaron O'Toole was starting to get it. Not everything, not everything needs to become political. No, but no one can figure this thing out yet. Well, look, for sure, we should be giving our veterans everything they need and everything they deserve. Right. Uh, you do need to have processes and protocols in place that are independent of the political decision makers to decide who gets what. I, I, I do believe in that. Uh, but but at the end of the day, we have to make sure that they're getting what they need. I'm not sure that that's happening right now. Uh, I'm, I, no, I can categorically tell you it's not happening. 
<laughs> There's no gray area. Yeah, look, there. long long time problem for sure. Um, I've never advocated for more and bigger government, but under Harper, we had uh, 3,200 uh, staff at vets. I think we're down to 2,800. We're also cutting in all of the wrong offices. places. But you were also closing veterans' offices across the country. Well, look, well, I, I, this is, this like is 400 Halifax. less uh, than 2005. So I, I do either, recall either, a lot of vets protesting So if you're going to complain about the trend, you shouldn't continue it. No, I, that, that's a fair point. Right. Okay. But then he was asked a simple question in question period today, being our prime minister. And, and this one he should have had an answer for. This to me is like the easiest thing the liberals could do. They were asked about why they have not stopped the payments uh, from veteran affairs to that convicted killer who said he was getting um, PTSD treatment paid for by uh, the government because his father was a vet. But this guy murdered somebody. And here was the question being asked by the conservatives and the answer of our prime minister. Prime Minister, commit today to stop paying the benefits of this cop killer. Right, Honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, we see once again that there is nothing the Conservatives won't stoop to to play politics with tragedies. I will not answer that question. Okay. And he did not. Um, But to me, when those news reports came out a month ago, Melissa, if I'm Seamus O'Regan and he was a newsman, I would be making a phone call that day and saying, don't let this headline come back to haunt me. Yeah, look, I, if you get charged with murder, uh, you get dishonorably discharged. Well, he uh, wasn't in. His father was in the vet. He was, his father was a vet. This guy that killed the cop, he wasn't even in the service. He got PTSD treatment because his dad was there. Look, like, I, it's I crazy. Think, look, if you look back at this week, uh, the failure on vets um, was encapsulated on the first day, in the first moments of coming back. And that was when uh, Leona Alislev, a vet herself, crossed the floor and decided that the liberals weren't take caring, uh, taking care of vets. They weren't taking care of, uh, of the issues that they needed. And that's, that's probably the worst thing that could happen. Omar? Yeah, if I were doing issues management in Minister O'Regan's office, I would advise uh, that they that they look into this very quickly. And if unless there are mitigating circumstances that we don't know about, like what? I don't like know. honestly, I'm you look at unless, this case because because we know from court documents that the guy who uh, killed the cops uh, said unless that there is something out there that we don't know about, they should move quickly to um, uh, stop funding this guy. Well, to me, that's like it's. It's a brainless. Like it's just. Well, and I think, the, I think the minister said today that he had requested like an immediate briefing. So let's get that on the books. Let's mm-hmm. do that at seven o'clock tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, be back here. And uh, <laughs> we'll you know, be asking uh, him another month. Unless there's some some something earth shattering, I, I would I would advise the minister and his team to uh, move rather quickly on this one. Yeah, I'm sure NAFTA is not happening anytime soon. So you've got time. I don't know about that, but we'll I'm see. almost certain it's not, not happening tonight. Not this well, week. It's not happening tonight, but not I, this I, week. I, I do think that there has been some progress that's been made. And I'm actually. I get it. Was it the t shirt, by the way? I, I'm actually. Was I'm that t shirt, the, the, the foreign affairs minister, is it appropriate to be wearing t shirts? I, I don't care about the t shirt. I care about the fact that it's, it seems like, if you're going to believe press reports, it seems like Canada is making progress on getting Section 232 at least watered down or put in a box. This is a section that Trump used. It's the national security provision that he used to put tariffs on our on our steel. I think that's you what really matters. You can wear a t-shirt if you're on the sidelines of discussions. <laughs> you um, could probably I think, wear a I t-shirt. Think Ford, a red t-shirt. I think Premier Ford, of all people, today came out and said, uh, that he actually thinks the federal government's doing a pretty good job on, in these negotiations. What so I'm going to agree with Premier Ford. I'm going to agree with Premier Ford. I'm going to tell him that. 
You should. I will. I agree with them. Premier Ford, if you're listening. Yeah. You with got Seamus, Omar, you got Omar Khan, Khan on side. <laughs> Mr. Ford, can you tell Seamus to, to do something with Kel Horvath? Uh, okay. And also, can you tell Julie Payette that she has to work weekends? Because uh, apparently our, our governor general um, is a bit tough to work with. Uh, some raising questions as to her work ethic. She makes close to 300000 a year. I, I would be available for like a quarter of that. And I do work weekends. Uh, but and you get a house. And you get a house. And you get you to get travel. A, you do get a house. But she still has... commander in chief of the Canadian Armed Forces. How cool is yeah, that? Like, it's a good gig, okay? <laughs> so you should go to Manitoba. So go she to has, Manitoba. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't yet gone to all the provinces in her first year of job, which is apparently what they do, and it's tradition. And charity groups now that have always relied on the support of the governor general in the past say they can't get answers or anything in writing as to whether or not she's going to show up. So becoming a problem working... You know, her, her work-life personal into the schedule. <laughs> have, like, one job to do, and it's, like, go to stuff. And cut ribbons. And cut ribbons, and maybe read a, read, like, read a speech. Make you don't happy. really have yeah. to write it. Get your head out of space. Get your head out of space. <laughs> out of space. And That's a- show up to some events. Go to the Boy Scouts. You don't have to do much. They just need your name, and they need you to show up to the event. Come on. Come on, Julie. <laughs> Come on, Julie. Julie, if you're listening, if you're Julie, if you're <laughs> go listening. To work. Well, I'm not sure she would be listening because this is after hours, and she doesn't want to work past. At three hundred thousand dollars a year in a free house, you don't have after hours. Well, you that's just what I'm have thinking. work. But look, she's well, got some pretty good a, credentials. A so. free plane ride anywhere in the world you want to go to, right? But like, don't they tell you this when you sign up for that job? I mean, uh, yeah. y- y- anytime you're in politics, you're not signing up for a nine to five job. There's no anyone who works in politics. I know. That's why we knows. don't work there anymore. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you had no you have no life in politics. And, well, so, and, and, and she's beyond politics. She, you know, she's the she is the titular or de facto head of state of Canada. Right. Um, so. She, so. Come on, like you, you can do better. Well, uh, how long has this been going on? Like, why are we just hearing about it now? And and have we? Because they FOI'd the the well, people. The group started complaining, and then they FO, I think they FOI'd some of the meeting requests. And I guess the 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 guy before Mr. Johnson um, had a pretty hectic work schedule. So I mean, I don't think it's fair to expect current Governor General to do like twenty four seven because apparently he worked morning, noon, and night, and he did yeah. go to all these things. I, I get it, but I do think if you're going to sign up for this kind of job for that kind of money, you got to be willing to suck it up. No, totally agree. Um, you know, I, I'll give her an element of the benefit of the doubt. It, it, you know, it. Let's just say. No, let's, just say let's took, not do that let's on just this say, one. Let's just say it took her a year to get up to speed on the job. It's it's a new year, so let's uh, it's let, a let, new year. Let, let's like, uh, let's do let's do better. <laughs> I can't even say anything more. Wow, you're not you're not even trying tonight, Omar. You're I, I, not I, even I, trying to fight and defend it, but nonetheless, no. okay. What did I say today in another venue? Uh, you can't shine a turd. So. <laughs> I think I said that, but you can have my line, no problem. Uh, all right, I was going to start something new, and now I don't have time, so you got to go. That's Bye. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just kidding. That was that, fun. That will be quite a counterpoint. No, we had a good one tonight. Uh, that will do it for me. Thank you, Melissa Lansman. Thank you, Omar Khan, for being As so always. very agreeable tonight. It's not always like that on this show there, Omar. So you can come it's back. because I didn't have my pre-show glass of wine. That's Your libations? Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.